Good morning, everyone. Welcome to EMP. I'm Christina Tang from Princeton House Church, and uh, today um, we're reading. We're starting a Luke series, and we're reading from Luke 7, uh, 18 to 50. But uh, before we start, let us uh, pray. Father God, thank you so much for this beautiful day today. Um, thank you for this passage today uh, with Jesus reminding us um, of his kingdom and uh, really who we are in his kingdom. I just pray that you lead us in this time, that you soften our hearts, that you uh, bless us with a supernatural understanding of your word, and uh, yeah, bless the rest of our day as well. So I read from chapter 7 from Luke, verse 18 to 50. The disciples of John reported all these things to him, and John, calling two of his disciples to him, sent them to the Lord, saying, Are you the one who is to come, or shall we look for another? And when the men had come to him, they said, John the Baptist has sent us to you, saying, Are you the one who is to come, or shall we look for another? In that hour he healed many people of diseases and plagues and evil spirits, and on many who were blind he bestowed sight. And he answered them, Go and tell John what you have seen and heard. The blind receive their sight, the lame walk, lepers are cleansed, and the deaf hear, and the dead are raised up. The poor have good news preached to them, and blessed is the one who is not offended by me. When John's messengers had gone, Jesus began to speak to the crowds concerning John. What did you go out into the wilderness to see? A reed shaken by the wind? What then did you go out to see? A man dressed in soft clothing? Behold, those who are dressed in splendid clothing and live in luxury are in king's courts. What then did you go out to see? A prophet? Yes, I tell you, and more than a prophet. This is he of whom it is written, Behold, I send my messenger before your face, who will prepare your way before you. I tell you, among these born of women, none is greater than John, yet the one who is least in the kingdom of God is greater than he. When all the people heard this and the tax collectors too, they declared God just, having been baptized with the baptism of John. But the Pharisees and the lawyers rejected the purpose of God for themselves, not having been baptized by him. To what then shall I compare the people of this generation, and what are they like? They are like children sitting in the marketplace and calling to one another. We played the flute for you, and you did not dance. We sang a dirge, and you did not weep. For John the Baptist has come eating no bread and drinking no wine, and you say he has a demon. The Son of Man has come eating and drinking, and you say, look at him, a glutton and a drunkard, a friend of tax collectors and sinners. Yet wisdom is justified by all their children." by all her children. One of the Pharisees asked him to eat with him, and he went into the Pharisee's house and took his place at the table. And behold, a woman of the city, who was a sinner, when she learned that he was reclining at table in the Pharisee's house, brought an alabaster flask of ointment. And standing behind him at his feet, weeping, she began to wet his feet with her tears and wiped them with the hair of her head, and kissed his feet, and anointed them with the ointment. Now when the Pharisee who had invited him saw this, he said to himself, 
If this man were a prophet, he would have known who and what sort of woman this is who is touching him, for she is a sinner. And Jesus answering said to him, Simon, I have something to say to you. And he answered, Say it, teacher. A certain moneylender had two debtors, one old 500 denarii, the other 50. When they could not pay, he canceled the debt of both. But which of them will love him more? Simon answered, The one, I suppose, for whom he canceled the larger debt. And he said to him, You have judged rightly. Then turning toward the women, he said to Simon, Do you see this woman? I entered your house. You gave me no water for my feet, but she has wet my feet with her tears and wiped them with her hair. You gave me no kiss, but from the time I came in, she has not ceased to kiss my feet. You did not anoint my head with oil, but she has anointed my feet with ointment. Therefore, I tell you, her sins, which are many, are forgiven, for she loved much. But he who is forgiven little, loves little. And he said to her, Your sins are forgiven. Then those who were at table with him began to say among themselves, Who is this who even forgives sins? And he said to the woman, Your faith has saved you. Go in peace. Um, There are two episodes which capture my attention from this passage. The first is the question uh, from John to Jesus. Um, In John's gospel, we learn that Jesus um, is very clear to John that he is the Messiah. For John, he in person sees the Spirit of God descending upon Jesus, and John himself baptized Jesus. So he knew that Jesus was the Messiah. And uh, what's more is he pointed men to Jesus. So there's very little doubt in John's mind that Jesus is the Messiah. And at this point of the passage, John has already been uh, trapped in the dungeon for a while, uh, being Herod's prisoner. And John is a man of outdoor, as we know, right? He eat locusts um, and he wear, um, you know, like wilderness clothes. So he is a man in the wilderness, and we could imagine that John is being very um, sad and very hard, um, being trapped in the dungeon. And John, like the other disciples of Jesus, um, is anticipating that Jesus' kingdom will come immediately in John's timeline. Um, And he's wondering in the dungeon, how long am I going to sit in this prison? And so he starts to doubt whether this guy, Jesus, is really the Messiah. And uh, the question of, are you the Messiah, is not as much as a question as we have learned. Uh, It's more of a sort of an urging, uh, urging Jesus, hey, like, when are you going to establish your kingdom? Uh, Let's get going. Let's get moving. Let's get me out of this dungeon. And, um, but Jesus uh, did not establish his kingdom in our way. Uh, Instead, he uh, carried out many miracles. He cured many people of their ill illness, and we see from the passage that the blind see, the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, and the dead are raised. And so instead of responding directly to John's question whether he is the Messiah, he simply said, um, don't believe just for what I said, but believe in my works. And um, Jesus' works prophesies the kingdom coming, because um, what Jesus' kingdom promise is that there will be no more tears, there will be no more sickness, no more illness, 
And, um, and so he's actually carrying out and prophesying the coming of his kingdom by his personal miracles and his actions. And he just said, go back and tell John. Um, and he knew that John knows the scriptures very well. So by telling him that the things that they say, um, that they see, um, that John would know the scriptures, that Jesus was indeed the promised one. And uh, what's really astounding to me is at the end, Jesus says, For I say unto you, among those that are born of women, there is not a greater prophet than John the Baptist. So Jesus actually puts John ahead of all the prophets who have prophesied that Jesus is going to come. And then he goes on to say, but he that is least in the kingdom of God is greater than he. Um, So what he is saying is that the privileges of each of us sitting here today as a child of God living in this age uh, after Jesus has come uh, is really at a higher position, as a more superior position than the old old days, um, in the days before Jesus. Um, the least of us here uh, in this kingdom is greater than all the prophets, is greater than John the Baptist. For we don't have a legal relationship with God anymore, but a loving relationship with God. And the second thing that captured my attention is um, the second episode, where we see that Simon the Pharisee invited Jesus to go and dine in his home. But actually, Simon is a very rude host, because in that culture, in that days, everyone wears sandal. And it's a very uh, standard hospitality when you invited a guest to go into uh, your house. The first thing that you do is you wash their feet, um, uh, and you uh, also anoint their head with oil, and you kiss them on both cheeks, just like how men in Italy greet each other. Um, and, and more so to that, they also offer you know you uh, with coffee and, and water. But uh, the, the Pharisee did not do any of those. Um, and uh, so it was very rude of uh, this host. And uh, he did not show Jesus any of these common courtesies. Uh, he did not kiss him. He did not anoint his head with oil when he entered the house. But a woman who is not a welcome guest, a sinner, uh, and very likely a prostitute, um, came and touched Jesus with, his, with her hair um, and washed him and anoint him with very expensive uh, alabaster jar of ointment. And so Jesus is touchable uh, even by sinners. And um, I think it's really interesting um, because in that days when sinners are untouchable, uh, Jesus allowed this woman to touch her. And um, she also go and share that with two debtors, the one who owed more are actually forgiven more and love him more. Um, and so for both stories, uh, Jesus has really totally reversed uh, the social order or hierarchy of those days. First, he put John the Baptist ahead of all the prophets, uh, where in the Jewish culture, uh, they are very, very highly respected. And then what's more is he put everyone who believes in Jesus ahead of John. In the second episode, he puts Simon, the host, a Pharisee, um, who has less debt or no debt in that culture, um, below the prostitute, uh, who is a sinner who has more debt. And uh, I was reminded uh, very much of what that was attracted me to Christianity and to believe in Jesus in the first place, is um, Jesus cares and loves the lowly, the lonely, and the abandoned. And everyone who is a sinner, who is 
um, at the bottom of the totem pole can touch Jesus and be welcome in his kingdom. And, uh, but then over time, as I grow as a Christian, as I grow in my workplace, as a manager, uh, as a leader, I, I can see myself falling into the trap um, of um, the characters of John the Baptist, um, of how I can easily forget the blessings and the encounters um, that God has provided for me, that God has showed up for me. And whenever I'm in a dark spot or when I'm in a low season, in a desert season, um, I started to doubt God. I started to ask God to do things in my timing, um, to establish his kingdom now, as if I am the boss, as if my ways are better than his ways. And then the second is also um, being the Pharisee, right? As, as a Christian, um, as I grow more knowledge uh, in my brain about the Bible, about who Jesus is, um, as I gain more experiences at work, um, as I have more knowledge or more influences, um, I, I sometimes start to put rules, right? What I've learned from before in my head, uh, ahead of other people, ahead of relationship, ahead of this present moment, when I can really care and love for my staff, for my members, um, have I really put um, away, you know, my pre disposed knowledge and I have I really care and love this member and this person first before my head knowledge um, am I trying to show that I'm more spiritual more mature more knowledgeable than am I really concerned about loving the staff uh, treating my colleagues well uh, loving my family and so finally I find relief in uh, being the women um, uh, just sitting at Jesus feet receiving his love and be comforted and to have that extreme awareness of even though uh, how uh, much I have done wrong and how much uh, sin uh, I have um, uh, committed, um, Jesus still accepted me and forgive us. And having just this extreme pleasure of sitting at his feet and be at peace and be blessed by him without any guilt, any shame, and uh, really receiving his peace. Um, so I would like to invite uh, the worship team to come up and... Uh, yeah, and, and just share with us um, a time of worship. I would like us to really reflect on this passage today um, of how Jesus invited us, um, be it, you know, us being in the stage of being John the Baptist, being the Pharisees, or being the women, um, to just come to him and sit at his feet and to be reminded that he himself is our savior, that he has the best plan for us, that he and his miracles are true today. Um, and even though the timing might not be in our control, we can trust that his love for us is unconditional and that his kingdom will definitely come um, sometime. Your love is devoted Like a rain of solid gold Like a vow that is tested Like a covenant of old your love is enduring through the winter rain and around the horizon. Be merciful today, faithful you have been, faithful you will be. You pledge yourself to me, and it's while I sing your praise will ever be on my lips. Ever be on my lips, your praise will ever be on my lips. 
lips ever be on my lips your praise will ever be on my lips ever be on my lips your praise will ever be on my lips ever be on my lips you father the orphan your kindness makes us whole and you show that we Father, we pray for those going through challenging financial circumstances. There are so many in our society that are experiencing tough times. Help us to be mindful of their plight and turn our hearts towards them. We pray especially for those adversely affected by the COVID pandemic and other economic downturns. Bless those who have who may have lost their jobs or are struggling to make ends meet. We pray for those seeking work and pray for provision of suitable employment. We also pray for the finances of churches and NGOs, who may also have struggled in recent times. May we become example of financial generosity. Help us to extend our resources as well as open our hands in prayer. In Jesus' name. 
this time, let, let us also pray for our community members um, who are struggling with cancer. Let's pray that Jesus' miracles um, will happen in each and every one um, of them. Let's pray. Let's also pray um, for people who are struggling with illness and salvation. Uh, let's pray for uh, especially our church members, uh, family members, and friends, and colleagues um, who are struggling with a lot of different illnesses. Let's pray that, um, th- that their body will be healed uh, by, by Jesus' blood and that they will also be saved uh, by knowing that Jesus is their Messiah that their eternity will be safe in Jesus' kingdom. Let's also pray for um, our church members and friends who are suffering from infirmities, um, especially uh, tumors, uh, other kinds of diseases. Uh, let's pray that their pain will cease and that they will find freedom and healing uh, in Jesus. pray for um, our members who are looking for jobs and employment, including Catherine, James, and Sue. Let's pray that uh, as this time of waiting, that uh, Jesus continue to speak to them and guide them uh, in their career, in their life, and continue to use them as a blessing uh, to the people around them. for Hong Kong. Uh, Let's pray for um, the government, um, that the leader uh, will make good plans to revive our economy. Let's pray for um, churches in Hong Kong as well, um, for sports services, for Shanti, uh, led by Godwin and Rebecca, uh, for YWAM, uh, 
also for Angela's catering, for、uh, sons and daughters, for Mother's Choice, for Hong Kong Korean Church,、um, the students and the domestic helpers and the families in distress.、Uh, let's lift them up. Let's also pray for SP staff,、uh, P Sam, P Nate, P Solomon, P Kenny, P Samuel, P Ernie, Tim, Lisa, Monica, Rachel,、uh, Cadence, Caleb, Rachel,、uh, Wesley, Tracy, and Ben. Let's bless them with wisdom and joy as they serve and lead the church. Education ministry for SP Kids, for SP Youth, and for SPU led by Lisa, Caleb, and Pini.、Uh, let's pray that all these next generations will experience、um, your love and your wisdom, that they grow、um, to be arrows ready to be shot out、um, into the society. Worship team and sound team,、um, all the members who are serving, and the AV team,、uh, all the members who are serving in the AV team, and led by Pina, Wesley, and Rachel. For the members who are pregnant right now,、um, Rachel, Jessica, Catherine, and other members, let's pray that、um, yeah, throughout their pregnancies they will have、uh, very little to no、uh, morning sickness.、Um, that you know they will just have so much joy and peace and safety as they expect the child. Let's also pray for House Church for a meeting tonight.、Uh, Fontana, Hopewell, New Prior, OPR, Princeton, and Westside. Let's pray that the Holy Spirit is there to lead their discussion,、uh, and that each House Church member、uh, will go to the House Church safely, and they just come with so much joy、uh, to expect、um, that they go deep into the Word and to grow,、um, yeah, as member of this house.
Father God, thank you so much for this time today. Uh, thank you for your word. Uh, thank you for reminding us even uh, the greatest prophet of all, John the Baptist, uh, might doubt you in moments of darkness, uh, in moments when we're trapped um, in the dungeon, when we're in the low times. Thank you for reminding us that um, no matter uh, how much knowledge we have, like the Pharisees, uh, we can still fall into the trap of um, trying to show how spiritual we are, trying to keep a safe distance um, of us and others, of us and other people who are lower, who are seen as a sinner or an outcast of this society. And thank you so much, God, at the same time reminding us that um, you are touchable and you're reachable by every one of us, including uh, us uh, who are lowly, who might be abandoned, uh, who might feel like we're sinning so much, God, um, that you just invite us to sit at your feet and to be at your presence uh, and to know that you are King and you're Messiah. And there'll be a time uh, when every one of us can just sit at your feet and no longer weep, but just share your joy, um, share that feast of eternal kingdom. And I, I pray, Father God, that today is the moment and pres the present time is the moment where we can touch eternity, where, where we can experience your freedom, your salvation, I pray that, God, you make that real today um, to us, that we really come to you and experience uh, the peace that only you can provide, the freedom that only you can provide by seating at your feet, uh, by knowing that you don't expect any one of us to perform, uh, but just to receive your forgiveness, to receive your love and your presence. Um, and I pray that uh, we'll know this throughout today, and uh, not only to know this uh, within ourselves, uh, but to share this with the colleagues, the friends, and the family, uh, that we will interact with, that they will also experience uh, Jesus' freedom and Jesus' love uh, through interacting with us. Uh, and uh, yeah, bless each of us today and keep us safe for the rest of the day. And uh, I pray that we'll all uh, enjoy this uh, moment with God uh, and the rest of the early morning prayer time. I pray all these name in Jesus' name.